Ladies and gentlemen, cast your mind back to a week ago. Got that? Well, this is another one. Harry Hill and the Family Hill. Thank you and welcome to my Loot Corner. Welcome to my world, leave your cares behind. Welcome to my world. And this week we're all on antibiotics, aren't we, gang? Yes, Harry, we are. Mm, yum, 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 all the lovely antibiotics all cooking up in a lovely pot. Mmm, yum, yum, yum. Here, here, Alan, Alan. If you were, if you were out to buy, like a, like a second-hand loot, right, a second-hand yeah. loot, <laughs> what would be... What would be the best place to look for a second-hand loot, you know? Is there a magazine or perhaps a daily paper? <laughs> well, you might find a second-hand loot. Exchange in Mart, Harry. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend once, and when she was eight years old, she was bitten on the stomach by a donkey. Very unlucky. Very unlucky. <laughs> of all the luck. And now the first in our special series... Of celebrities taking their driving tests, we start with Simon and Garfunkel. Slow down, Simon and Garfunkel there. Well, <laughs> well, what a show we've got for you tonight with the help of Father Tony. Hello. Mother Janet. Hello. Brother Alan. Hello! 82-year-old mother of the Beatles and self-styled saliva dispenser, Nana Hill. And of course, 44-year-old adopted son and lucky charm to the Maltese peoples, <laughs> Alan Hill. Ah, trampled at birth by a woodpecker. And now, sadly, only able to communicate by tapping. That's one tap for yes. Two taps for no. Tip, tip, tip. And the sound of the trim phone for I'm getting married in the morning. <laughs> at ease, son, at ease. You have to talk to him like a phone, Harry, oh. when he's on trim phone mode. You actually have to pick him up oh, and I see. answer him. Right, see? I see, right. Voice. Hello, who's there? Oh, 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 oh. You, you've broken him, Harry. What did the adoption agency find out? <laughs> Get the broom, we'll sweep him under the carpet. Hello, Mr. Hill? Uh, yes? I'm from the Adoption Agency. Ah, um... Everything all right with subject UPF847, or Little Alan Hill, as you call it? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely, yes. Well, goodbye. Yes, goodbye. Phew, that was close. <laughs> what are we going to do with him, eh? I know. Let's send him down the lab for tests. Mmm. <laughs> oh, not more tests. I'm sorry, no. We sent him for tests last week. Yeah, but now the outer shell is cracked. We can get in and test the goodness within. Ah. <laughs> right, quick, get the lab on the phone. Dad, what's our theme? Minicab drivers. Minicab drivers. Minicab drivers. Minicab drivers. Yes, Harry, most young men these days seem to spend a couple of years minicab driving, and as such, it's taken the place of national service. <laughs> And we do a national service to it now by welcoming our brave minicab drivers. Oh, well done, Tony. Actually, uh, a minicab driver just moved in opposite me at home. I knew he was a minicab driver because he's put up a new TV aerial. It's got a big wad of cloth wrapped around the end attached to, <laughs> to the roof. And <laughs> here, I bought a lovely record this week. Kiri Nicoagua, the opera singer, 
Sings the emergency services. <laughs> I think we've got a track from that now. Squad car. <laughs> lovely number, that lovely number. Oh, I'd recognise that sound anywhere. 82 years in the making, wearing a face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? It's Nana Hill. Ah, look at all the lonely people. Nana, stop it. Stop it, stop it. Wait a minute, Mrs. Stop it, stop it. Wait, hey, 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 Mrs. Postman. <laughs> she really does have a powerful kiss, Alan. How so? Like the musk deer, Harry, Nana releases a powerful and pungent aroma from her hind quarters. <laughs> this, this appeals to the monkey in us all and lays us blare for her to simply and effectively move in for the kiss. It's a musk. It's a musk out! <laughs> You're out of order this week. Last order's at the bar. Nana Hill, of course. Every week, Tess drives a different vehicle. And what is it this week? It's a combine harvester convertible coupe. <laughs> and how does she handle? The noise factory's high, and it cuts up straw and makes it into bales. In other words, ideal for the rush hour. <laughs> Point out of ten, Nana. Eight, 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 mm, eight, nine. eight, nine. Very well done to you. Yes. <laughs> Nine, Harry, because I've never been on a harvester before. <laughs> Nana, Nana, you know, uh, you know Lucy, the oldest ever hominid remains, discovered in Africa in the 1960s? Yes. What was she really like? <laughs> never bought around at the bar. Nana Hill, 82 years, Hawaii 5 What have been your magic moments? I've tasted life's long marrows. I've drunk from its hollowed-out gourds. But the moment I shall never forget is taking a mixed shower at the House of Lords. <laughs> Lady Thatcher stood naked, chatting to a nude Enoch Powell. I shouted, I don't believe it, and he covered in snaps with a towel. <laughs> See, and he had a packet of salted peanuts because he doesn't like sharing, Enoch. <laughs> no, he doesn't like sharing. <laughs> it's the Maniac Pony! <laughs> the Maniac Pony there, not fully recovered from his operation, but <laughs> nice to see it back. Hey, I've, I've got the lab on the phone, Harry. Do you want to speak to them? Give me that. Hello, Chief Scientist, Finsbury Park. Oh, Harry. Finsbury Park. I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's a bit of an odd sort of name for a chap, isn't it? Yes, Harry. My mother was a very keen fan of the F-words. It's funny you should say that, actually, Harry. I was talking to my brother about it only the other day. What's his name? F***ing hell. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. We want more tests on little Alan. More tests? Whatever for? We did tests on him last week. Is it, hang on. Is that chops I can smell cooking? No. What is it, then? It's some special test we're doing on... Um... On chops? Yes. <laughs> right, let's get little Alan into the vacuum tube, link up with the lab, and Alan... Yes? Pop a couple of fresh chops in there, will you? Righty-ho! 
Off he goes there. Just that. Track two from Kiri, The Fire Engine. <laughs> it's a lovely record, that one. We get a lot of letters on the show, and here's one from Mustafa Bunn of Bakery Dozen, Dozen Dozen, Half of Six, One of the Other. <laughs> Who writes... Dear Harry, can anyone help? I was a minicab driver for the Royal Engineering Corps between June 1942 and July 1944. During this time... Writes Mustafa. I met up with a man called Joe Lane. We had some fantastic times together, but we lost touch after the war when I shopped him to the Germans for some corned beef. <laughs> and I haven't seen him since. Could someone let me know if it is now safe to come out of the cupboard that I have been hiding in for the last 48 years? Well, Mustafa, we can't see him, so I think you're probably in the clear. Phew, what a relief! That's all right, Joe. <laughs> if you want to get your own back on a friend, write to us here at the Fruit Corner. <laughs> here, Mum. Any news on the hostages? They haven't paid up yet. Well, when did the ransom note go out? Um, should have been yesterday, I think. Well, we should have heard by now. I, um, I forgot to post it. Eh? <laughs> you know what it's like. There's a letter on the shelf in the hall and you keep meaning to post it, but forget. And then you get down the shops and you think you're supposed to do something, but can't remember what it was, and then you get back and see it there. Sorry. How are we supposed to run a decent kidnapping service if no-one posts the ransom notes? Well, I'll go and post it now while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Here, Alan. What have you got on special offer in your shop this week? Well, in the window of Bring Back Hanging this week, we're running, we're running a discount on our Eric Clapton detector vans. Eric Clapton detector van? Qu'est-ce que c'est que ça? Well, Harry, you're probably like me and haven't really liked Eric Clapton since he stole George Harrison's girlfriend off him in the 60s. <laughs> now, since I myself have just got a lovely new girlfriend... What new girlfriend? One of the hostages, hey. the French girl, Nicole. The one we kidnapped from the French radio show, Paris Pill, it's on Coin de Fruit, on Radio Catra. You... <laughs> You've got a French girlfriend? Yes, here she is now. Say bonjour, Nicole. All right there, Eric, give us a kiss, Alan, go on. Oh. oh, it's disgusting. You're not supposed to mix with the hostages. Well, stop that music. Just because you haven't got a girlfriend. I have. She's just a little more discreet than yours, that's all. Well, I've never seen her. Neither have I, I say. She's very discreet. <laughs> I suppose you've got her working in the shop as well, have you? Well, I have. Well, I hope you... <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're taking precautions. What? Well, you know, a pension scheme, something like that. So, like I say, with the new girlfriend... Look, look do you mind? Get back to yourself. All right, all right, I'm going. Keep your ear on. Go on, clear off. See, I don't want her to be the next victim of Eric Clapton. Ah. Imagine coming home from Clapton to find Eric Clapton with his arm around your girlfriend singing, It's late in the evening. Ah, well, you make a very strong case for the inclusion of an Eric Clapton detective van in every household. <laughs> Show me how it works. OK, lads, back her up. Come on. Right, what it is, Harry, is it's a standard Bedford van, right? Yeah. But here's a special edition, stop press. The van is disguised as the Albert Hall. Ah. <laughs> As you know, Eric Clapton just can't resist the Albert Hall any more than he can resist a fella's lady. And so, to double the lure, the Albert Hall van is done up in a low-cut dress, 
Dunlop high-heeled tyres, false breasts, and a silver ingot and a chain nesting between the eyes. Gadzooks. The strange enchanting world of the ingot. Ingot we trust, Harry. Uh Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. To leave nothing to chance, megaphones mounted atop the van blast out the sounds of a cheap beard-clipping job. Going on holiday this year. I see Palace lost again. Something for the weekend. Eric Clapton, or... Eric the Bed, as I call him, emerges from the girlfriend's Romany caravan to investigate. And just at that moment, from the rear of the van, is catapulted, sky-high, mortar fashion, a copy of My Sweet Lord by George Harrison, wrapped in a facsimile marriage certificate. (laughs) This momentarily distracts Eric, at which point a tiny chatou puppy jumps up and... Ow! Bites Eric on the ring finger, thus making him think twice about ever doing it again. Super smashing great, the girl's safe. How many souls? Oh, six to one, half a dozen to the other. God bless your tires and tongue, and I wish you well. The Eric Clapton detective van there, retailing at one pound each. <laughs> Sounds to me like a complete load of rubbish, but still, what do I know? I'm just the humble tailor. <laughs> For you, it sounds like that nice lady Dalek again. Oh, give me that phone. <laughs> uh, hello? Hello, darling! <laughs> it's Jesse! Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, listen. Listen, love, um, I can't talk to you now, I'll call you back, alright? Is it still on for tonight? <laughs> yes, love, I'll, uh, I'll phone you back, alright? Say it! Uh, uh. <laughs> I can't say it now, love. There's people here, all right. Say it! Oh, all right, then. I will obey. Louder! I will obey. All right, I'll call you back. Please give a south circular of applause to Monsieur Ribena, who eats explosives. Yes. Okay. Monsieur Ribena, welcome. Uh, good evening, Monsieur Paris Pil. Uh, this morning I ate three sticks of dynamite. <laughs> I say, Mr. Hill. Yes? Sorry to bother you. Philip Rand, how do you do? Uh, I'm one of your hostages. You're holding us to ransom. I never touched Esther Ransom. It's a liar. <laughs> Look, sorry to be a nuisance and all that, but we seem to have run out of mixers. Mixes? Yes, yes, we're all right for soda water, but we need some tonics and ginger ale, and if it were at all possible to get some fruit juices for the ladies. Uh, I'm sure it's probably nothing to do with you, but no-one's topped up the minibar in our room for over a week now. <laughs> if you could just pass it on to your chap here. Well, I'll get someone to see to it, yeah. I don't suppose there's any chance of some nibbles, is there? You know, nuts, crisps, that sort of thing? <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do. Sorry to be a bother. Nice to have some nuts with a drink, though, don't you agree? Absol- absolutely, yes. Cheerio, yeah. then. Yeah, well, cheerio. Dad, have you sent that ransom? some note off. <laughs> well, as you know by now, this week marks the 50th anniversary of the 50th anniversary of the invention of television. And it was in the giant pub of Scotland that a Scottish... <laughs> that a Scottish scientist working late with his little wee terrier and a vial of terrier wee was <laughs> able to broadcast the first ever episode of Coronation Street. I think we've got an episode of that coming up now. Hello, bit! Hello, bit! 
me! You better do this better, you pet Richard! That one! You better, you better, you bet! Bet! Oh, black Betty! Bam, bam! Your dog tree! That one! Track three, the ambulance service. <laughs> we give a passenger seat full of welcome to Pee Wee Nitberg and his ingrowing pub. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. The front was already damaged, though. No point making two claims. Now then. Now then, Pee-wee. Ingrowing pub. What's all this about? Well, Harry, I'm not in the custom of washing my feet regularly. So there's always been a bit of, well, how shall I say it, an atmosphere around them. (laughs) Then one day I noticed that I had people hanging about the feet. People? Aye, well, me workers at lunchtime. <laughs> then in the evening there'd be more local people. Local people, yes. I started to get regulars coming who would be invited to stay later in the shoe, like a lock-in or a, a lace-up, as I called it. I see. <laughs> then it really came home to me when the brewery phoned me up and asked me how the Foster's promotion had gone. <laughs> you realised all was not well. The problem is I'm always half-cut due to the foot beer. And I can't drive the cab properly. I banged into a combine harvester on the way here. (laughs) Plus, unfortunately, there have been a few fights at the pub and, well, the police were called. Yes, thank you, Kiri. Thank you. So so it's like Bunyan's, is it? Boddington's, Harry. We do get a lot of letters on the show, and this week we've had one from regular listener Bunty Hoven, and she's marked it in big capital letters, Nottingham. Dad, you did national service. What does Nottingham stand for? Nottingham, man. Let me see. Well, uh, Norwich was knickers off ready when I come home. Yes. (laughs) So Nottingham must be, um, well, knickers off, obviously. Obviously, yes. Uh, Knickers off the torso if knickers go hanging are (laughs) marvellous. Saucy that, Dad. Bit saucy. It was all we had, Harry. So then. <laughs> Mr Hill, sorry to bother you again. Philip Rand, the hostage. Mm. Listen, mm. sorry to make a fuss, Mr Hill. I don't like to complain, but my paper was late this morning. <laughs> I suppose you don't know why that might have been, do you? I'm sorry, I don't, Mr Rand, no. It's just that I like it nice and early to plan the day's television. You know, if I'm going out, I have to set the video recorder. What do you mean, if you're, if you're going out? <laughs> well, I have to work, Harry. I've got a business to run. Tony, have you been letting the hostages out? Hostages? Damn, I knew I'd gone out for something. <laughs> it's no harm in letting them out during the day, Harry, providing they come back in time for their tea. Oh, I, I hope I haven't got you into trouble, Alan, now we've all had a key cut. Key cut? <laughs> and they're not supposed to know our names. I'm supposed to be Mr Brown. <laughs> Harry, your sister Chilly Faffer wants to say something. Ah, Chilly, come forward to the microphone. What did you want to say then? Kuntaka Mikutsi, make sure plants earth. He's dancing with me, cheek to cheek. I hardly know this beauty by my side. Mini Mart. 
Chili Pfeffer there, wayward sister. Back in a cage, Mum. <laughs> yes, yes, Martin, what's up? Uh, I was wondering, these hostages, uh, you feed them and put them up, don't you? Yes. And they have a television and minibar in their room? Yes. Can I be a hostage? No, you can't. <laughs> to live forever. I recognise that sound anywhere. It's Nana Hill. I'm going to learn how to fly. <laughs> now then, Nan, you ground-to-air ballistic kisser. Old-age traveller, what have you been up to this week? Well, Harry, I've been dilating the high fandango. Dugger. Quiet, Chili. Lady in red. Not now, Kato. This week, Harry, I took my advanced driving test on the tea trolley. And how did you fare? Well, I was all right on reversing round a cornet and a three-point bun, but I hit a pedestrian on the way back and he failed me on my emergency scones. Not enough cream? No jam at all, Harry. <laughs> Silly mistake to make, but I got away with it. How so? Well, I was wearing the all-in-one latex rubber mask of Roger DeCourcy and Nookie the Bear. Uh... <laughs> so they'll never catch up with me. Nana Hill there, master of disguise. And one scone short of a bun. I say, Mr Hill, sorry to bother you again. Oh. Philip ran the hostage. Yeah. It's just that my wife and I rather wondered whether you and your Dalek lady friend would mm. like to pop round to our cell for drinks and dips when you've finished. <laughs> just an informal gathering. We have one or two friends coming round. Well, that's very kind. Thank you, Philip. Yes. See you about six, then. Six it is. What a nice man. <laughs> Harry, I've got some sluts for you. Sluts? So, sorry. Sorry, yes. Finsbury Park, named after Britain's swear words. What's the news? You're not going to effing believe this, Harry. Try me. We found little Alan's voice. Salt? I don't believe it. Oh, I told you you wouldn't. Where the devil was it? It was tucked up behind the kneecaps like a couple of lean loin chops. Oh, well, don't just stand there. What does he say? Well, we managed to make one short recording before it disappeared in a minicab. Ah. Shall I put it on for you? Well, of course. At last, the lost voice of my own little adopted son. Here goes. This is the true voice of Alan Hill. <laughs> I wish it to be known that... I'll never forget the way I feel tonight. That's the sound that tells me it's time for our special celebrity minicab driver. Who's it to be, Mum? We give a dent full of filler of a welcome to King of the Minicab Drivers, Bert Kwok! Bert, Bert, welcome. Yee Not now, Nana, not now. <laughs> Bert, welcome. Thanks very much, Harry. Just read from this card, Bert. I have always loved your work, Harry, and I am a big fan. What a nice thing to say. What a nice thing to say. I've always liked him. Now then, Bert Kwok. That's a, that's a Chinese name, isn't it? Bert? That's right, Harry. I come from a long line of Berts. And it says here your great-grandfather came from China. Yes. He was a staff sergeant in the Terracotta Army. Bert, you're, um, you're probably best known for your work on the worming of dogs. Yeah, that's right, Harry. 
no dog with worms can thrive, even if the infestation is not a serious one. And the symptoms, Bert? Generally, the symptoms are a variable appetite, bloated stomach, particularly after meals, intermittent diarrhea, and slimy mucus in the feces. <laughs> Dragging the rear end, Bert? <laughs> Dragging the rear end along the ground is not necessarily a sign of worms. <laughs> it is more likely to indicate that the small glands in the dog's anus are impacted. <laughs> but, um, but, Bert, you're also quite well known for playing the part of Cato in the Pink Panther film. <laughs> Well, you could say that, Harry, I guess. You used to do all that karate fighting yourself, didn't you? That's right, Harry. I'm always fighting. It's how I relax. You thought that, but maybe you could have a fight with Nana. Is that wise, Harry? What do you mean, then? Well, I'm a black belt seventh dad. That's all right, Bert. Nana's a snake belt seventh notch. <laughs> Besides, Bert, we don't like her, you see. We thought maybe you could rough her up a bit and teach her a lesson. <laughs> Okay, I'll have a go. Release Nana! Can I do the song now? <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Um, I should just say, Bert approached me earlier today and asked if I would allow him to perform a traditional Chinese folk song. That's right, Harry. I'm trying to put all that Pink Panther stuff behind me. It was a long time ago. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Bert Kwok with a traditional Chinese folk song. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those cats were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. Nice lady Dalek called round, and she's in the snug. Ah, my lovely Jessie. Where, she, where is it? Through here, you say? Through here. Oh. oh, Eric! I will obey! I will 
Roger. <laughs> And as Harry Hill loses himself another girlfriend to the singer Eric Clapton and darkness falls, we say goodbye to the fruit corner. Good night, everyone. Taxi! That was Paris Pills Point de Free, written by and starring Paris Pills. Avec Edna Doré, Phil Nice, Joanna Brooks, Anne-Marie, Brun de Gouluni, Martin Heider, Matt Bradstock, et notre special guest, Bert Kwok. Music by Cliff Roger and the Cliff Roger Singers. The producer is Joan Magnusson.